Bokar Tov. We're doing Haftarav, the Haftarav Emor. Haftarat Emor. The good thing is that this week we only have one parasha. I feel like I'm on vacation. I really feel like I'm on vacation. The, the, the Haftarah uh, is from Yechazkel, at the end of Yechazkel. And the, at the end of Yechazkel, he has a vision. He has a very famous vision of what the third bit of Mikdash is going yes. to look like. It's an idealistic vision. It's a vision in, in which uh, he's looking towards the future, to what the ideal Beit HaMikdash will be. And then as part of that vision, he describes the, the actions hala- and the, the ways, of the, the halachot of the Kohanim. Now the reason that's relevant to us... There's some changes and yeah, everybody yeah, yeah. has a little bit of a problem with exactly, that. Eh? Exactly. So wow, you, you know, how, how do you know all that? We study, I think... You remember this from last yeah, year? sure. I, I don't even remember teaching it, so... I must have a terrible memory, but uh, exactly there are pro- <laughs> there, 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 the Gemara explains away the problems. Um, but if you want to just even more simply, I mean, he's talking about a future bit of Mikdash and future times, so it's not you don't necessarily have to say that everything has to seem exactly the same as what we do. But but he does explain the way the Kohanim will behave and the laws that will pertain to the Kohanim in those future times. And that is the topic of the first half of Parashat Emor. Correct. So that's why there's a lot, a lot of overlap between our parasha and this Haftarah. Perek Mem Dalin, 44th chapter, Pasuk 15, Tetvav. The Kohanim from the tribe of Levi, sons of Tzadok. Tzadok was like the famous Kohen from the times of Shilomo HaMelech. Okay? Descendants of Tzadok. Who kept my, uh, the guard of my abode, my holy abode, when Bnei Israel strayed from me. They will approach me to serve me. And they will stand before me to bring for me the fats. And, and the blood uh, says God says Adonai Elohim. Now the fats and the blood is uh, very. It's 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 interesting that that's how you describe the essence of the korban. It's like the blood, which is the part that's sprinkled, or poured, or whatever it's done with it, and then the fats which are burnt. Yes. No matter what korban you bring, the fats are always burnt. Yes. So you wouldn't say that brings the flesh of the animal to me. Because you only bring the flesh of the animal for, for korban olah, uh, for korban olah, you know, for korban chatat you leave the flesh, and for korban asham you leave the flesh, and for for uh, korban shalamim you leave the flesh. So, the real essence of the korban is the fats, is the bringing of the fats. Because the fats are the gava. Could be, I, I guess so. Yeah. Uh, Pasuk 16. They will come to my abode, to my mikdash, and they will come close to my table to serve me, and they will keep my uh, charge. Pasuk 17. Wow. And it will be when they come to the gates of the, uh, the inner gates of where? Of maybe Yerushalayim? Of the inner court? 
Chatzar Panami is, is referring to like the Beit HaMikdash, somewhere in the yes, Beit HaMikdash. Bigdeh Pishtim Milbashu, they will wear linen clothing, Velo Ya'ale Alem Tzimer, but they will not wear wool. Okay? Which relates to last week's parasha, actually. Uh, we're, we're, you'll see, uh, don't even try last week's parasha. Yeah. Wait, wait till we get to <laughs> references to this week's parasha. Okay? <laughs> when they approach, when they're serving the, in the gates of the inner sanctuary and more inwards. Yes. Right? There is a place from which the further they go into the mikdash, they have to be, they have to be wearing exclusively white linen yeah. clothes yes. Of, yes. of the Kohen, yes. the typical Kohen. And it's very interesting Didn't that... did the Kohen Gadol wear Sha'anis himself? Yes. 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 So, I, I don't know if that's a difference because I think here he's, po- he's saying that... Kohanim he's talking about the typical Kohanim. And I don't think... And that, the typical Kohanim... The typical Kohanim... They the did, Kohen Gadol wore the, the Sha'anis. The typical Kohanim also... Uh, yes. Did, did the typical Kohanim not... What about the Abnet? I'm not sure. I know the Kohen Gadol had the... And then he couldn't take out the white linen clothes. I should, should leave it there. You have to change the oh, name. Or, change. Yeah, we're going, we're going to see. Pasuk 18. Okay. Pa'are pishtim yihu al roshan. They shall have linen, um, what do you call it, turbans? Yes. On their head. And they will have uh, linen pants on their loins. Lo yachkeru bayaza. Right, that's how you read that word. They will not uh, clothe themselves with something that causes sweat. Yeah. Which is interesting. Mm-hmm. It seems like the reason they used to wear linen was just because wool, the, wool makes you sweat. But, but linen uh-huh. also makes you sweat. Not linen. as much. Yes. People, makes, well, people wear linen in the linen summer. Linen summertime, I guess. Linen is summertime clothing, you know. They were not allowed to sweat. They were not allowed to sweat. With all these The idea was to take the animal, put it on the up on your shoulder, and bring it down. And yeah, how you wave the animal. How couldn't they? <laughs> Imagine the shakita. It's not easy. It's not, this is you, you, impossible not to sweat. Yeah, exactly. In the heat. I think not sun, sweating inside the, the closer. So yeah, obviously they sweat. I think the idea is to, to cause minimize. less, to minimize the sweating. Exactly. If you wear linen, they'll minimize the sweating. Okay, Pasuk 19. Uh, when they leave to the outer courtyard, to the outer courtyard, to the people, they will take off the clothing with which they are serving, and they will leave them in the holy rooms. Uh, what's a good word for lishcha? The... Um, Chambers. Chamber, the, the holy chamber, exactly. And they'll wear different clothing. And they will not... Uh, Mingle. Yeah, more like uh, they will not make the people... Uh, they will not cause the people to touch things that they're not supposed to be touching, that are holy. They'll not mingle with the people yeah. with the clothing with the of Kedusha on them. In the clothes. Okay? Yeah. And they will not shave their heads. And they will not um, let their hair grow long. Rather, they will keep their hair. It, I think it means like they'll keep it at a medium Trim, length. Yeah, trimmed. 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 Very trimmed. Very elegant. Very elegant. Exactly. They'll keep their... 
their hair trimmed. Now, what's the clean, clean what's cuts. the reason for this? They have to look look good. They have to look no, looking good. Also, there were there were get the hair also the a lot of the kumarim. They used to do they had different haircuts of Abu Dazara. Oh yes, we were studying. Yes, uh, yeah, they, they should do. Uh, they used to side, um, cut their side uh, side. Yeah, like that's referring to Am Israel yes. in general. We're going to see also with the Kohanim. There are also going to be some laws that there are two. The laws of also the Kohanim. About, also about the, the, the someone who has besides Avelut, somebody who is uh, who is uh, has Tameh, he had to shave his head. Oh yes, correct. Or shave his uh, yes, 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 and, and his eyebrows yeah, and all, eyebrows, yeah, all yeah, his right. beard and everything. For the Mitzorah who's coming back yeah, in the camp. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, correct. but what I was saying, um, what, what was I saying? <laughs> What did I just say? <laughs> about uh, about the reason why they have the right. Hair. So there there are two things that that the the laws pertaining to shaving the hair. They come from two two places. One is to avoid doing things that are Abu Dazara. There, the people, the Abu Dazara priests, had a lot of diff- various haircuts and shaving the sideburns and this and that. Mm-hmm. And then there are laws of Avelut, which you're supposed to grow your hair out Correct. for Avelut. Like and the now. Kohanim are supposed to avoid Avelut unless for the main relationships. Yes, so they are, told, they are also told not to... Let their hair grow out as a form of avelut. Yes. So you have to watch out for when it's this and when it's that. And, the, and no kohen shall drink wine when they come into the inner abode. A widow and a divorcee, they shall not take for themselves as wives. But rather they should take virgins from to the children of Israel. What does that mean? But the widow who shall only be widowed, some Kohanim may take. Some Kohanim, not the Kohen Gadol, some Kohanim can take a woman which has been. No, Almana should take Almana Mikohen. She became. If the Almana is an Almana from the Kohen, then they're allowed to take her. Some Kohen. So, so this Pasuk is a strange one because it's not, this is not the Allah Chota we know. No, yes. Allahot that we know is that the Kohen Gadol has avoids avoids a divorce a, a a widow is not off limits to a Kohen according to modern halacha or halacha from before. Yeah, she's still a widow. But it seems like in Yechezkel's vision in the future times, even a regular widow would be off limits to a Kohen. Only a widow from another Kohen can be taken by a Kohen. So here's Strange. the change. Here's here's one of the main changes. That even a widow is forbidden to a normal kohen. This is, uh, resembles very much like a brother. That what is the what is the reason brother why brother has to take the sister-in-law if the brother passes away? I know I, I yeah, missed the right. first minute, so maybe you said it or not. But what is the reason why the, he's bringing up all of these the work of here? He's, he's, third, he's third, third, third bit of yeah, the future. He, it's a vision about the third bit of Mikdash. Messianic era. Let's see. Let me, let me read this note on the bottom. Neither shall they take a widow. In the parasha, the prohibition was restricted only to the high priest. Mm-hmm. Although this is only a more stringent application of the principle underlying the original law, it is one of Ezekiel's apparent divergences from the Torah, and it raised doubts in the early rabbinic period as to whether this book should remain in the canon. Okay. okay. Pasuk 23. And my people, they should instruct between holy and, and ordinary. Uh, ordinary, and between the impure and the pure, they shall teach them. And over a fight, they will stand for judgment. 
According to my laws. According to my laws, they will judge him. And my instructions and my laws and all of my times they will keep. And they will protect, protect or sanctify my Shabbatot. So it seems like the Kohanim, besides for all the duties and serving the Mikdash and things like that, they also had the duties of maintaining the Halachot yes. and making sure people were informed of the Halachot and for teaching the people of the Halachot. Okay? Apostle Kafe. Which is we, which so, we so, know from so, the Arim which, which we know. Uh, forget the Arim Miklat. It says. Um, so what happened to the judges? Do you remember where we where we said, where did we say that? Um, what? We gave a, in the in one of these parashiyot that we read recently. Torah Kohanim. Torah Kohanim. No, no, no. We we said explicitly that the Kohanim were to ulhorot at bnei Israel et. Where is that? Where was that from? Was it in Tazria? I think maybe. Look up the words Ulhorot et Bnei Israel. Tell me which parasha came from. Okay. Pasukaf Evel met Adam lo yavoletumah, and to the uh, the the dead body of a person, they should not come to become tameh from it. Kiim leav ulem ulven ulvat leach ulachot ashelo hetal ishi tamau. Only to the relationships that are father, mother, son, daughter. Brother, sister who was not married. Yes, the second yes. the sister is married, then yes, she's, she's in the. A, she's she's part of the other family. Part of the other family, yes. so you can't yes, become we to her this anymore. Week with yes. The... Okay. And he, they skipped a wife here, but I guess that's to be understood. And after he becomes pure, yeah. to, or to become pure, let's say like that, and in the day he. Count seven days. And after he is cleansed, he shall count seven days. And in the day when he comes to the Kodesh, to the inner sanctuary, to continue his service, mm-hmm. the same way someone who, I think someone who's Tamil Lamed, and he brings, he, he does a Paradumap uh, thing, yes. he wants to come back into service. Yes, I, I don't remember the details, but from what we learned about Korbanot, I, I think he does bring a Korban yes. Khatat. Khatat is the Korban you always bring whenever when you want to re-enter, when you want to re- yes. you wanna come when back. Come exactly. Back. 20, 28. And they will have a portion. I am their portion. <laughs> it's like, if you think you're going to have land... I am your portion. <laughs> they will not have any portion in Israel. I am their achuza. And why was this important that the Kohanim did not have land? That God was their land? So they don't get, they don't get the food power. Exactly. Because if you look at... Already they are the priests. Already who is the, the biggest owner of real estate in the world? The Pope. The, the Catholic Church. The Catholic Church. Meaning there is, a, there is clearly a tendency for the priestly tyranny, class... The real tyranny. <laughs> there is clearly a tendency for the priestly class to develop a lot of wealth and wow, it's the opposite. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Uh, Twenty-nine. I mean, that's what the Torah is trying to avoid. That's why and you tell me that the Torah is religion. not because they wanted to have their. Uh, it's yeah, like uh, <laughs> you found anything? No. It's U- like Ulhorot. Just look up the word Ulhorot. They made a new, a new political movement. Do you have anything? Okay, you got to filter. Liberals, liberals made a new movement. You know, that's it. It's all about money. At the end, at the end, it's all about Ulhorot. They sell this. their they sell their <coughs> their lives for money. Maybe you can drop some of these buffs. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Because it's not filling up. 
Yes, I found it. Without the second verse, right? Yeah, without the second verse. Ulhorot at Bene Isaac, Kolachukim, Ashadi Beradon, and Embiad Moshe. Ah, this is in Parshat Acharemot. <laughs> no, no, this is in Parshat Shemini, I mean. Parashat Shemini, when it was concluding, when it was concluding the laws of something. Okay, whatever. I, see if you know, if you could figure out the context in which it said that the, one of the jobs of the Kohanim is to instruct Bnei Yisrael. It's in Parashat Shemini somewhere in the middle. Okay, 29. <laughs> The mincha, the chatat, and the asham korbans, those are what they will eat. And anything that is separated seemingly for kedusha will be theirs to be as, as a portion in Israel. Uh, so that's consistent with what we said. Yes. I mean, it, 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 for, it did not include the shalamim from which they take the chest and the th- right thigh, but I guess that's because it's not as. Uh, you, you eat more of the chatat and the asham Correct. than you do of the shalamim, so they wouldn't, didn't include it. And the beginning of all the first fruits and all of the first grain, from all of your first things, the koanim here will be to the koanim, and the first of your dough, this is misav chala, you shall give to the koanim, so that beracha comes upon your house. Amen. Anything that is nevela and terefa, koanim shall not eat. What's the problem with that pasuk? We, if it's nevela and terefa, koanim should not eat it. Nobody should eat it. Nobody should eat it. Very simple. The rabbis explained that, the, so there's actually a reason. I mean, the Chachamim explained this one pretty well. They said, the, you may have thought that the Kwanim in certain circumstances allowed. Are, are allowed to have Nevelot and Trefot because the way you, you, you kill a bird that you're bringing as Korban in the Bet HaMikdash um, you do Melika now Melika is not done with a knife it's done with a thumb, thumb with, a, yeah. with a thumbnail yes. so because and I'm assuming they would eat of that portion so they would have thought that because Melika because we can slaughter the bird with our thumb and eat it that means that the laws of Shekhita do not apply to us. So any nevela would be permitted. So then they'd say, no, it's not permitted. It's just in the context of the Bitta Mikdash that you're allowed to have the bird that had Melika. Here the rabbis explained that the repetition of this law was required in the case of the priests as a manner of the slaying of those sacrifices of which the priests were permitted to partake did not altogether coincide with the laws of Shekhita outside the Mikdash. So that's that would be the explanation. It's a good explanation. It's pretty, it's pretty convincing. Okay. So, so there's, there's very interesting. All the laws of the Kwanim, future Kwanim, are found in this parasha of this Haftarah uh, Yechazkel, and then Parashat Amor this week. I don't. Know, I feel like we're going to finish by Thursday because I'm so used you, to. You, I'm so I'm so used to trying to cover an insane amount. That. Uh, okay. I'm surprised we finished yesterday. Uh, I I know. You I, went. I think uh, we had like uh, a Ferrari. No, we had Kfitzata um, Derech. Yeah. Hashem allowed us yeah. to go faster than what was, what was naturally permitted. Okay, but, 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 but we should go back because there is so much content oh, that we should 